Good morning everyone and a very warm welcome to worship here both in the hotel and online. We wish you all a very warm welcome. Today is Harvest Sunday and we're grateful to Laura for leading us in our thoughts and we'll also be sharing communion and so those online might like to get something ready to eat and drink at that time. At Harvest we support BMS Operation Agri and this year it is um, helping to support farmers in Uganda, in Africa. The link for the Just Giving page was circulated with the email yesterday, and so you can make your donation there. Also circulated this week was a Google form to say who will be going to Katrina's induction in Crewe on the 28th of October. Please return that if you're going, that will help the folks in Crewe um, to make their catering arrangements. Just a reminder that on Tuesday evening on Zoom at seven o'clock, we have our midweek conversation. And this week, the subject is, what are you reading at the moment? So that should be very interesting and uh, stimulating. Join with us if you can then. On Wednesday, the coffee club meet between 10.30 and 12 at Esquire House. And you'll be sure of a warm welcome there. Next Sunday, Lena will be leading our worship service at 11 o'clock, so we look forward to that. These are all our notices.
morning. It's it's lovely to be in the room with you today, and and thank you so very much for for inviting me to speak this morning. Welcome to those of you in the room, and for those of you who have joined on Zoom, it's good to be with you all this morning. We'll begin with a prayer which is printed on your service sheets. Please join me at the parts marked as a response. Straight after this, we'll go into the Lord's Prayer and I invite you to pray in whichever language or whichever form you feel most comfortable doing so. Let's pray. Thank you, God. Thanks for beauty, the twinkle of an older person's eye, a child's shout of laughter. Thanks for greening trees and frozen waterfalls, stunning buildings and flower beds in summer. Thanks, Thanks for, for beauty. beauty. Thank you, God. Thanks for creativity, the skills of the tapestry weaver, the imagination of the web designer. Thanks for bakers and dancers and crossword compilers. Thanks for spiders' webs and city murals. Thanks for creativity. Thank you, God. Thanks for abundance, for seeds and raindrops, for grains of sand and infinite galaxies. Thanks for seagulls, plankton and shoals of mackerel, for wriggling worms and golden dandelions. And little puppies, I see, that have just walked in. Thanks for abundance. Thanks for your world, God, and for our part in it. Thanks that you are a maker and that you make us makers too. Help us to love creation as you love it, to take risks to value it as Jesus did, and draw us into the wildness and wonder of your Holy Spirit, today and every day. Amen. Operation Agri helps families to transform their farms in northern Tanzania. Anna Mary Gideon is weeding her crop of onions, which she grows to sell. She had two years training from FPI, the Farming Partnership Initiative, and she then trained others in her locality. Now she's going to her banana plot to get some plantain bananas. Planted in compost, with beans growing in their shade, they grow tall and healthy. But how do you get them down? Hack the stem and give it a shake, and down they come. This is, after all, not a tree, but a giant plant. She carries the heavy load home, ready to cook the meal. Hi, Mum. First wash hands, stand well back to avoid splashes, then wash the homegrown beans and put them on the fire to cook. Next, peel the bananas. When cooked and prepared like mashed potato, these are a staple of their diet. Meanwhile, Mr. Gideon is chopping a jackfruit, and the children hope for a taste of it. The FBI training helps farmers to have animals for milk and meat, and shows how to build pens, and which are good leaves to feed them. A few beans are a tasty treat. 
These animals are valuable for the manure they produce to fertilise crops, as well as producing plenty of piglets to sell. Anna Mary helps local farmers who didn't know how to get good crops, but with her FPI training they now all grow much more to sell and make a profit. They can now afford school uniforms, shoes, books and other expenses, so that children can now get an education. 50 kilometres further north, another group of farmers has gathered from six local communities for their next session of training with the FPI team. Today, Boazi is teaching them how to make their own pesticide from local resources. They've gathered leaves of tobacco, neem and other plants that can kill or repel bugs like aphids and weevils. The plants are each pounded, then added to a bucket with chilli peppers. The mix is soaked in water with ash and soap powder added to combat pests and a little paraffin to kill their eggs. This toxic soup is strained through a cloth, then poured into a sprayer together with water. Pumping the handle gives an effective spray to banish pests without buying costly commercial pesticides. As you have seen today, we teach farmers more organic ways to make pesticide because using chemicals can have bad effects on people's health. The farmers make careful notes of all they are learning. The next topic, liquid fertilizer, requires manure tied into a sack and suspended in water. After a few days, use it in a watering can to give crops a real boost. Really useful and simple. They rejoice and thank God for all they have learnt. Please give generously to help Operation Agri transform the lives of farmers like these, showing Christian love in action. That was a video and appeal from Operation Agri, who are currently working with people in Tanzania, providing education and support to develop farming techniques. If you'd like to donate to Operation Agri, please follow the link on this morning's order of service or the email that Holly sent out earlier in the week. Before we move to, to looking at today's scripture, let, let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And does not cause temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Amen. The Bible reading is from Genesis 8. God had not forgotten Noah and all the animals with him in the boat. He caused a wind to blow, and the water started going down. The outlets of the water beneath the earth and the floodgates of the sky were closed. The rain stopped, and the water gradually went down for 150 days. On the 17th day of the Seventh month, the boat came to rest on a mountain in the Ararat range. The water kept going down, 
and on the first day of the tenth month, the tops of the mountains appeared. After forty days, Noah opened the window and sent out a raven. It did not come back, but kept flying around until the water was completely gone. Meanwhile, Noah sent out a dove to see if the water had gone down. But since the water still covered all the land, the dove did not find a place to alight. It flew back to the boat, and Noah reached out and took it in. He waited another seven days and sent out the dove again. It returned to him in the evening with a fresh olive leaf in its beak, so Noah knew the water had gone down. Then he waited another seven days and sent out the dove once more. This time it did not come back. When Noah was six hundred and one years old, on the first day of the first month, the water was gone. Noah removed the covering of the boat, looked round, and saw that the ground was getting dry. By the twenty-seventh day of the second month, the earth was completely dry. God said to Noah, "Go out of the boat with your wife, your sons, and their wives. Take all the birds and animals out with you." So that they may reproduce and spread over all the earth. So Noah went out of the boat with his wife, his sons, and their wives. All the animals and birds went out of the boat in groups of their own kind. The children to join me at the front. Esther's here. <laughs> You've a day off, Katrina. <laughs> Good morning. Well, you'll have to wait and see, won't you? Yes. Sit down, and I'll tell you all about them. I want to invite you to just take a few moments to imagine the scene on the ark. Noah, looking out over the waters every day for 150 days. And then, once the waters had receded, what must the earth have looked like after being underwater for such a long time? I can imagine it must have been a muddy wasteland. Can you think about what, what must Noah have been feeling as he looked out onto the land, looking like that? Any ideas? Shout them out. Sad. Sad. Scared. Scared. Anything else? Maybe he wanted to hide. <laughs> Sometimes as we face the prospect of a long winter after the harvest, we can feel a little like that too. In my garden at home, everything is dying back. The vegetables have been harvested, the flowers are drooping, and even the weeds are growing a little bit more slowly. 
And as my garden starts to go to sleep for winter, I start to think about the year ahead. Does anyone know what this is? It's a sunflower head, that's right. Yeah. And what would you usually, what's in the centre here? You can't see them on this one. Seeds, that's right. Seeds, so this would be filled full of seeds. There's the pollen down there. Well, no, there's not pollen in there today. There'll be pollen on these live ones up here. And does anybody know how seeds can be spread? How are they planted in the wild? Arthur, I know you know at least one of these answers. Get stuck on animals' fur. Yep. They fall off trees. I think my teacher said they jump around. Seeds jump around. Well, there are those windmill, the sycamore seeds that come down like a windmill. They kind of jump. That's right. So some seeds are sowed in the ground accidentally and others we sow purposefully. Like with this sunflower. I didn't actually grow this sunflower. A friend gave it to me. And she gave it to me so that I could take the seeds out to sow them in the springtime. You see how many hundreds of seeds this one flower has. And this flower started from just one seed, which was nurtured and cared for well. Somebody loved that seed enough to care for it, and it grew into a beautiful sunflower. That sunflower bloomed, and everyone looked at it and admired it. They commented on how tall, how beautiful it was, how it brought life and colour and structure to the garden. But as with everything on earth, a time came when that sunflower died. And when things die, we are sad that they are gone. This sunflower hasn't left us forever, though. Just like the seeds of this flower head, it w if we look closely, we can see that it has given us the gift of hundreds of sunflowers. Seeds which we can plant, memories that we can nurture and take with us into the harvest of the future. Later in the passage that Leo read, God says to Noah, as long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. Though we might feel sad the precious things of summer have passed, we carry with us the memory of the harvest past into the future. The seeds of the flowers that have left will be part of a new harvest, part of our future and part of the new creation to come. Lord, please do not tarry. Restore us.
O Lord, all those who sow weeping will go out with songs of joy. So it's time to bring our prayers, not because God doesn't know, God does know, but for our own sake, so that we become more aware of our heart's deepest longings and our deepest desires, and also for the sake of the world for which we are called to pray. And first of all, we bring our own personal requests, cries of our own hearts, our grief, our weeping, our pain. We remember our dear sister Anne, who we lost just over a year ago now. And so we think especially of Brian, Grace, and Will, and all who deeply and painfully feel her absence. We bring to God our worries for others. We bring our prayers for those who find life difficult at the moment. And we also bring our hopes for something that's not there yet, like a bulb of a flower, like the seed still deep under the ground and we're wondering whether it will ever come to the surface. Will it ever grow into what we hope? We bring our hopes for something that's not there yet, like waiting for waters to subside to reveal the surface of a new earth. For a few moments, in silence, we bring those most personal yearnings and requests to our God. And then we turn our minds and our hearts to the larger world around us. And we pray for our friends at the BMS, who this week specifically are asking us to pray for Uganda. Do you know where Uganda is? Oh, might be worth looking it up to see where it is on the map so we can pray for it better. It's a beautiful, beautiful country. But opportunities to grow abundant food have been stolen by poverty, because of changing water, cost of living crises, and the knowledge that got lost during the Civil War. BMS is running a Days of Plenty Harvest Appeal and coming alongside farmers to help navigate this, these challenges, a bit like we saw in the Operation Agri video as well. So we pray for relationships of trust between the BMS partners and the local farmers. We think of the threats of poverty and climate change, praying for households and farmers, protecting their crops, 
navigating changing weather and then storing and selling their crops at a good price. We pray also for Operation Agri. Praying that all the efforts to bring change to make a difference would be a witness to the kingdom of God, the good creator. The kingdom where all are fed and life is plenty. What else is on our minds this morning? Maybe you saw something or read on the news that stuck with you and you really feel it needs our continuous prayers. Or maybe there was something that happened at your workplace or at your school. So now we have a moment either to name it in silence or perhaps even out loud whether it be a name of a country or a situation or a person. Just say their first name. We don't need to know any details. God does. We ask God for hope in these situations that came to our minds for a change, for reconciliation where there is violence, for new beginnings where it feels like things are dead, for love where there is strife and disappointment. And we thank God for the fact that we are not alone, not by far. Thanking God for the gift of the church, we pray for the church worldwide and its variety of expressions. And especially this morning, we think of some of our sister churches here in Scotland. Oxgangs Community Church in Edinburgh, Peebles Baptist Church Fellowship, and Perth Baptist Church. We pray that they too would be listening carefully to what God is saying, to things and tasks that God might be calling them that all of us, alone and together, would be witnesses of the new life that God brings. Even when the earth looks fallow, even when it's hard to hope for the new seeds to come to life. Lord, thank you for hearing our prayers, those that we are able to speak quietly or out loud, and even things for which we don't have words. You know us through and through.
we entrust all of it, all of those prayers, into your loving hands. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lena. We turn now to communion, remembering Jesus who died and rose for us. Like the sunflower seeds, like the sunflower leaves its seed to participate in the harvest to come, Jesus left his spirit with us on earth so that we might listen to the whispers of new creation in the age that we find ourselves in. Guided by the spirit of the living God as we seek to build his kingdom and anticipate the harvest of the new creation to come. This is a communal remembering, so I've asked Rory and Esther, if you don't mind, to join me in its retelling. So come, join me. I'm going to ask you to read the, bit, the parts that I show you. I'll move my mic close to you so that we can share. Gathered around this table, we will do what Jesus did and what he asks of his disciples to do throughout the ages. We are invited all to share this meal. So come to this table, you who have much faith and you who would like to have more. You who have been here often and you who have not been in a long time. You who have tried to follow Jesus and you who have failed, come. At this table, it is neither our virtues or our defects that are important. It is the invitation to each and all to take what Jesus has to offer those with whom he is pleased to dine. Rory. It was on it was on a night when old familiar stories were retold that Jesus and his friends engaged in the sacred meal which Jews called the Passover. Jesus, who was on the at, on that night, was betrayed, took bread and gave thanks. Thank you. After he blessed it, he broke it and said, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Right. Can you take that one around that side, please? You want do you want to do this together? Esther, you and Shay. Take it take it around. Pass it around first, okay? There you go. Don't forget this row. <laughs> Esther. Let people share, let people take their own. That's it, they can do their own. You just hold the plate to them. Like that, that's it. Good boy. Thanks, Roy. Thanks, Esther. Could you stay here for the next bit? Do you mind reading this line for me, please, Esther? In the same way after supper, he took the cup of wine and having 
having given thanks over it, he gave it to the disciples with the words. You can both sit down now. Thanks for doing a great job. In this cup is a new relationship with God, made possible because of my death. Drink it, all of you, and remember me. If we can have some adults to serve the wine, please, that would be good. Please retain your cups and we will, we will take it together. Let's drink the wine together. Giving God, bless all who have gathered around this table. May we know the presence of your, the fullness of your presence at every meal and in all our sharing. Amen. some hunger for food and others for meaning you have blessed this place and this time where we have been fed in many ways bless us now as we go on sharing food for the journey joining companions of the past the present and the future along the way amen